Hey, this is Dale Calvert. Welcome to MLM Success number 300, session number 300. We finally made it. I wasn't sure if we were ever going to get here, but we finally have. And I so appreciate those of you that have listened to us for many, many years. Excited about this information. The title of this session is All Consumable Product MLM Opportunities Are Dead. All are dead. They're gone. They're over. A new era of wealth creation and team building is here, and 99% of the leaders, quote-unquote leaders in this profession, don't even realize it exists yet. You know, in a couple of months, October will be my 42nd year involved in network marketing in some capacity. Uh, as a frustrated distributor my first few years as a six-figure earner, as a seven-figure earner, as director of sales and marketing with corporate positions with several different companies as an owner of a network marketing company. I have been around the block. And many of you listening to this session have heard my story. You understand my journey to this point. So I'm not going to rehash it today. But I will never forget the morning that I walked downstairs and told Dawn, uh, my wife, you aren't going to believe what I'm getting ready to do. And she gave me those big eyes, and I said, I'm going to focus my time on the network marketing business model and start a podcast. And her tongue could have hit the floor. She she was flabbergasted. She had no, That was the last thing. Her or I thought would come out of my mouth. Prior to that day, for 15 years, I had been in what I call a coast mode. I was accepting no more than two speaking events a month for various entrepreneurial organizations and network marketing companies. Network marketing has always been my bread and butter. Uh, years prior, I understood that you've not made it in network marketing until you do not need the paycheck from your company to live a comfortable lifestyle. I understood what Robert Kiyosaki uh, had taught in his classic book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, about investing your money into income-generating assets, and I'd done my best to implement his techniques. Uh, I had built my net worth to over $5 million and, frankly, gave the majority of it away when I went through a divorce. Uh, honestly, Money has never meant much to me, not as much as it should. And those that know me well know that that's a very, very true statement. My focus has never been on money, but by adding, but my focus has really been on adding value to the market, believing and knowing that if I did that, the money would never be a problem. Network marketing was my bread and butter because I could speak in an event and share what I call wisdom of the ages principles and specific network marketing systems and lead generation techniques. And I knew that if they were implemented, they would have a very positive impact uh, on the people in the crowd, on their business, on their life. And again, it was my bread and butter because I could do it in my sleep, uh, but it was not my focus. Honestly, I was in a learning mode and had no real focus for my 15 coast years. Uh, my business time was spent on learning various different business models, 
uh, online marketing programs. We started multiple different companies. Some we still operate today. Some we don't. Some were successful. Some were not. Some we sold. We bought and sold countless number of online and offline businesses. And really for 15 years, we've just been having fun and enjoying every single day. And, you know, I could go in and speak at an event and earn more money in a weekend than most people have the opportunity to earn in a year. And life was good. At my core, I'm a student. I mean, I bought into Jim Rohn's philosophy years ago that formal education makes you a living. If you become self-educated, you can create a fortune. And that philosophy has never left me. Uh, when Dawn and I got married about 10 years ago, I told her, look, I don't spend money on fancy stuff. I only spend money on two things, and that's personal education and memories. Uh, my focus is to add income-generating assets. That's where I live. That's what I'm about. That's what I believe. Uh, my personal education time was always spent mostly around psychology and human performance and mindsets. Uh, self-limiting beliefs in humans. Uh, then one of the most unexplainable events happened to me in the middle of the night. And I guess this was about seven years ago before I started this podcast. And I say unexplainable because I've spent hours searching and have never been able to find the podcast episode that I'm going to share with you and tell you about. I woke up in the middle of the night. Uh, a lot of times I would go fall asleep with my headsets on and, you know, it just kind of whatever's playing plays. And I was listening to multiple different self-development, personal growth podcasts at that time. And I woke up and there was a special guest on a podcast. And all I can really remember was she, say, she said, I'm going to help you discover your p- business passion. And this lady, whoever she was, kind of spoke in a very hypnotic voice. It wasn't a hyp- hypnotic recording, but she was very hypnotic. And she said, just answer these these few questions. And she said, what areas could you focus on the rest of your business career? What could you focus on? What could you focus your business career on? What are the different topics and opportunities and niches that you could focus on? And I remember laying in bed, barely coherent, thinking to myself, well, Amazon, FBA, and and eBay, uh, I could easily build a solid company just by doing it and by teaching others to do it. Uh, At the time, Don and I had sold over a million dollars in merchandise just on eBay, and we also had a very thriving FBA business going on as well as a Kindle publishing business. And then I thought, well, I could focus on building income generating websites. I mean, I really enjoy that. I enjoy the create creative aspects of that. I like that business model. It's like having online real estate. But technically, I feel like I'm trying to understand Chinese most of the time, and I really don't have the expertise technically that I wish I did. Or I could focus on really building a speaking career. You know, people seem to connect with me for whatever reason. And I would enjoy speaking at more high schools and college events where people don't have all these self-limiting beliefs already built up in their mind where the real world hadn't slapped them in the face enough. I would like speaking at that, and I would enjoy speaking at more traditional 
business events, you know, for real estate and insurance and so on. And I never planned on speaking. It was never a go. It was just something that happened. So maybe I could find a mentor and actually study and learn the speaking business. Then kind of as an afterthought, I I thought, well, I guess I could focus on network marketing, but honestly, I can't stand all the hype and the flim-flam fluff I see going on in network marketing today. I just don't have the stomach for it. And about the time I went through that thought process, and it was real quick, then I heard the lady on the podcast say, time's up. And she said, do you have three or four options in, in front of you? And I'm thinking, I've, I've thought about three or four things here. And she said, of the options you've written down, maybe not now, but at some time, you were probably passionate about each of those three or four business models you've written down. Which one have you had the most passion about over your life? And I'm thinking, well, Amazon and eBay and FBA, I mean, I love that. I'm At heart, I like buying and selling, and I like uh, creating profits instead of wages. And I like that. I like the thrill of the hunt. I like finding a unique antique, you know, uh, that for 12 or $14 and selling it for 200 I mean, I still get a thrill out of that. Uh, I like income-generating websites, but honestly, it's very frustrating from a technical standpoint for me, but I like the creative. I love speaking, but I would like to be able to speak to uh, more organizations outside of network marketing. And then as far as MLM, I mean, probably in my life, I've had more passion at one time. I had more passion about network marketing than any other business model I've ever experienced because when it's good, it's really, really good, but it hasn't been good since the mid-90s. And then almost immediately she said, which one of these business models do you have the potential to do something that's never been done before and become the best in the world at? And I didn't even have to think about that. It wasn't going to happen with Amazon or eBay. There's a lot better people that understand that and teach that. I mean, we're, we're you know, in the top 5 10%, but there's people that are in the top 1%. When it came to income-generating websites, there's no way I would ever consider myself even remotely close to being the best in the world at it. It's just way too technical for me to ever uh, get that passionate about. I love speaking, but... You know, best in the world at there's nobody that understands team building and the philosophies behind what it really takes to help people move forward and progress. I don't think like I do, but I am so burnt out, frustrated. I never want to do, you know, I I, got to get away from this. I've been trying to get away from it for years. And then she said, examine your, your answers carefully. And if you found your business passion, and she said, examine your, your answers carefully, and you have found your business passion, your calling, if you will. And then they went on and they talked, and it's like, no. I'm thinking to myself, no, it's not MLM. That's no. You're supposed to help me find something that I want to find. That I, no, it's not network marketing. And I can remember having this internal conversation. I turned off the podcast. I didn't listen to anything else. I fell asleep. 
and I will tell you, it was the next morning when I came downstairs after laying in bed for a while and a lot of thought and prayer that morning and realizing, hey, this is where my strength is. This is what I am, for lack of a better term, called to do. So it saddens me in some ways, but it excites me in more ways that today the podcast, uh, as you have known it, MOMsuccess.com, the podcast is over. Uh, network marketing is no longer a business. It's a giant social club. The goose that was laying the golden eggs has been slaughtered. The profession has been overrun by self-proclaimed gurus telling people what they want to hear so they can sell them what they want to sell them. And you all, you all know that and you all know who they are. Uh, you have good people with leadership titles or good people and they have leadership titles, but have never understood what Brian Tracy taught years ago when he said that real leaders don't develop followers, they develop other leaders. And that's never resonated with the majority of people in the majority of companies that have leadership titles. They have no leadership development systems or strategies in place. Every move they make is just to try to encourage their following to stay on ship one more month. It's beyond obvious when you really take your blinders off and look at what's been going on within the network marketing business for the past several years. Yes, some people uh, are stuck in the glory days of MOM, but network marketing today, I mean, right now, August 2022, and the network marketing of the major growth years in the early 90s is not remotely close to the being the same business model. It doesn't even compare. Honestly, I'm sick of it. It disgusts me. I've been talking about it for years. Since uh, the Network Marketing is a Scam audio I did back in 1999, and I've expanded that since. If you haven't accessed it, it's a whole free training, MLMScamTheNumeral2.com, if you want to check that out. But, I mean, I've been saying and spouting and shouting and doing everything I can for as long as I can. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just done talking about it. The self-proclaimed gurus and quote-unquote leaders have thrown traditional network marketing into a state of dissipation, which is now developed into a full-blown delusion. It's a delusional business full of delusional people that follow the leader like a cult. Uh, from one program to one program, it's a cult-like environment that is never going to be recovered from. Uh, again, it's all about the focus is TikTok followers, followers this, followers that, and that's not this business. It's about developing leaders. It's about developing a real business. And thankfully, thankfully, so thankful that the new building, team building, I'm not even calling it network marketing, but the new team building era is here. And I'm beyond grateful that for that. I'm very grateful that I've prepared myself to be ready for this time and place in history, even though, you know, I had no idea it was coming. Uh, there's an old saying that documentation beats conversation. And from this point forward, the documentation we will be sharing on this podcast, the stories will blow your mind. 
blow your mind. And many of you will wish you'd paid more attention to my ramblings over the years, especially the last couple of years and what I've shared with you uh, also over at the website at Crypto.com. All consumable product MLM companies are dead, gone. It's over. A new era of creating income and team building is here. And 99% of quote-unquote leaders don't even know it exists yet. Don't believe me? Subscribe to this podcast because over the next few years, you can grab a front row seat to the new era of wealth creation and team building. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. I hope you've had a great week, and I appreciate you being here. Session 300, the final session of this format of this podcast. You know, I've shared with you in the opening why I started this podcast, and you can go back and listen to many of the early episodes. I mean, you can hear my personal progression and understanding during this declining state the network marketing business model has been in over the past several years. And my goal in the beginning was just to preserve some stories that needed to be heard and help create new success stories. That was really the goal, preserve and create new ones. Thus the name MLM Success Stories. Most of the sessions, many of them are from old cassettes from back in the day, different events that were held but I felt stories like Paul Marshall Lane and Shannon Denniston and Joy Morris, The Wagers, The Hicks, Dr. Dan Moore, D. Smith, David Cook, Bob Armstrong, and many others needed to be told and preserved. And, you know, I just wanted their stories to be preserved somewhere in case one of their great grandkids wondered what, why did they call my granddad Bob Armstrong? Why did they call him the Hoosier boss? You know, or whatever. You know, he was from Indiana, the Indiana Hoosiers. But I, I just wanted those stories preserved. I wanted people to understand that the profession was built by three percenters who are not normal people. And many times they're driven by greed and ego. Not always, but many times they are. I wanted people to understand that all 27 percenters travel the same road. And for that matter, I just wanted them to know what a 27 percenter and a 3 percenter, you know, what are they? What is he talking about? And if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you know what a 27 percenter is. And if you don't, you really do owe it to yourself to check out the booklet and the audio CD that we did on this subject several years ago. It's called Why the Masses of Network Marketers Are Frustrated confused and don't have a clue what they're doing. Uh, I'll try to remember to put that link 
in the description. I think it's still over on Amazon. It's still available. Uh, but I wanted people to really grasp the fact that to succeed building a network marketing team, there are certain mindsets and skill sets that must be developed. That if you enter the network marketing profession with the skill sets and mindsets to get a team started and get a team moving forward, then I promise you, you're going to have trouble duplicating down the road. And the best leader in this profession is a 27 percenter that sequentially learns the skill sets and mindsets necessary to be able to duplicate and move forward. And I, I wanted people to understand that in the real world, Skill sets are built with systems. Systems are duplicatable. Your 3% personality is not. Uh, the most important point I, I guess I was really trying to communicate in the beginning of this podcast is network marketing is a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. If you build the 27 percenters, if you build people, people will build the business. I was hoping that this reality could settle in the minds of distributors once and for all. And that is that your long-term income in network marketing is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. Not the number of three percenters that you find that can amass a following. There's a difference It's not about three percenters that can amass a following. It's about the number of leaders that are sequentially, systematically developed on your team. That success in network marketing, you know, your focus must be on the development of leaders, uh, that we are in the leadership development business. That's what this business has really always been about, no matter how far away we've gotten from the foundational truths that, that created the momentum in this profession to begin with. And, you know, as I say that in a few minutes, I'm going to be talking about a way to create a six-figure passive income without building a team, without enrolling a single person or sponsoring a person. And it's kind of ironic, really. It's really ironic to see how this thing has played out. But I still believe and always will believe what J. Paul Getty said his statement that I would rather have 1% of the efforts of 100 people than 100% of my own efforts. And as I say those words, I realize how that concept has become even more foreign today than it was when I started this podcast about seven years ago. However, I also know if a 1,000 people say a stupid thing, it's still a stupid thing. Network marketing is over. It's been taken over by social club leaders Social club leaders, not business leaders, social club leaders, uh, people that we call leaders uh, because they have a leadership title within a company and mostly by the self-proclaimed gurus who are trying to teach people how to do that which they have never done. But it took me a while to really grasp how really far away from the foundational roots this profession has wondered. It it took me a while to really grasp how far away and how ridiculous and delusional the network marketing business model had really become. It's sad. After I started this podcast and sharing the success stories of people 
uh, I had trained personally and worked with over the years, the next couple of years, uh, my email box was just full every week, every week with people daily that wanted to be a guest on my podcast. And it was just horrific, horrific. Mostly it was people that I have a blah, blah, blah software. I have a da, da, da that would go really well, work really well for network marketers. They've never built a team with it. It was unproven, whatever they were talking about. I've written a book for network marketers. I'm a public speaker, blah, blah. And it was constant, nonstop people trying to get on the show to promote their gizmos, gadgets, you know, their, their whiz bang, whatever. And, and it was just disheartening, honestly. Honestly. I mean, I was just hoping for one person that says, you know what, Dale? I got involved in network marketing three years ago. I've never been involved in anything like this before. I was able to replace my $28,000 a year salary last year, and now I'm full-time. That's the type of stories I was looking for. But it, but but all that I ever received, ever, was people you know, wanting to – that had never done it, trying to teach other people how to do it. And so – after I got through my initial success stories I wanted to share, I continued to reach out to some of our best consulting clients and MOM training club members and people I'd worked with over the years. Uh, I interviewed several uh, that were awesome interviews, in my opinion, people like uh, Asborn uh, in Norway. God bless his soul. He passed this year. Uh, Melissa Simmons and Gordy and Kelly that I worked with years and years ago in New Image International. Uh, Will Saunders, uh, Cliff Walker, uh, Rodney Williams, and many others. And my focus was, was mainly on trying to teach wisdom of the ages principles and develop, uh, and personal development concepts that we had developed over the years. So that was really my focus, helping people. It's like listen to this over and over, make it part of you. And I talked about, you know, we had sessions on the the whole concept of the whirlpool, which came from the book Chicken to an Eagle, which I know many of you listening to this podcast have read uh, because you heard about that concept. And when I say whirlpool, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I covered subjects like the four beliefs necessary to build in network marketing, how to really look hard at your numbers, how to refine your skills, uh, how perfect practice makes perfect, practice doesn't make perfect. I mean, we did four different sessions just on uh, overcoming fears because it had really been become quite obvious to me that that people were just hanging out in MLM companies, but very few were in a consistent weekly rhythm of creating new leads, new customers, and new team members. Uh, we covered the business launch process and how you need a specific launch process to help people get started. We talked about the five-year plan, the nine most important milestones in a network marketer's career. We, we've covered multiple lead generation ideas and on and on. Then in August of 2020, a couple years ago, I was exposed to one of the most unique opportunities I had seen my entire network marketing career. Uh, one of the most unique from this standpoint. Most huge network marketing companies start in the United States and then they expand throughout the world. This company, APL Go, had actually started in Russia. 
They were six or seven years old. Uh, they had people already reported, reportedly earning six figures a month in that company. And they were coming to America. Now, when you stop and you look at the four things that you need to look at when you're evaluating a company, number one is ownership. And the owner had actually started in the field when he was 17 years old with a, with a company called Agile. Uh, had an unbelievable story, fell in love with network marketing, hook, line, and sinker. Very value-focused person. Uh, I love the owner. I loved his story. Uh, he, they manufactured their own products. So that is, that is very, very important. So you look at the, the ownership, you look at the product. What is the product? Well, the product uses negative ion technology that Dr. Ullman Dale had talked about in his book, one of his books, The Happiness Effect. Uh, negative ion technology was starting to create a little bit of a buzz, so the product uh, was unique. It would be a category creator if the category could be created. Let me say that again. It would be a category creator if the category could be created. Unfortunately, in today's environment, uh, the marketplace potential customers, a nutrition product is a nutrition product is a nutrition product, and they don't have the ability or the need or the want to to try to understand and distinguish the differences. Therefore, nutrition's dead. But they had a phenomenal product, great company, the best compensation plan I had ever seen, ever, paying back 63% to the field, and it and since that time, since it started, it has been rated the number one compensation plan in the profession. Uh, and then the third, the fourth factor is I knew that we could put together the systems, the retail to recruit systems, all the foundational systems that we've been putting together and refining and teaching, you know, for years. So. Uh, when I looked at it, and I think, my gosh, it's a proven company. It's already exploded uh, in Russia. It's coming to the United States. We have the first. It's going to be huge in the U.S. market. And, and you know, I did all the due diligence, looked behind every curtain. I could look back, look behind the four stars lined up. Usually I find a red flag quickly, and there was no red flags here. What I did not understand was the fact that you can have the four stars lined up, but if the market doesn't care, the market doesn't care. But anyway, so in August we went to work, and, I mean, we hit it. And there was 250,000 distributors in that company, and we were the number one recruiters in the world, in the world, our first two months with that company and we were in the top 10 four of our first eight months with that company and we won cruises and we were making great money and i mean we were all in and then reality started to kick in a little bit and It was kind of disheartening because we were having success, but our team, for the most part, in my opinion, 
I felt like they should be progressing quicker and faster than they they were. So we made the decision, which was the right decision at the time, was to make a, a pivot and to really focus on direct outreach to network marketers. And when we started doing this and started contacting different people that were with companies who had peaked four, five, six years ago, and we were just trying to communicate with people and and trying to figure out, do you still have a dream left? I mean, are you still trying to, because so many of these people say, yeah, I want to go full time. Well, you're with a company that peaked five years ago. There's no momentum. There's no momentum coming back. Once it's gone, it's gone. You don't recover momentum. And will you take a look at what we're doing? And we started doing direct outreach, and that worked a lot better. We had people starting to recruit more people. And as I've said for many years, if you can recruit five new people a month, you can control your financial destiny. And what, But what we also found, the vast majority of time, I mean, we were talking to people and we knew more about their companies and their company's history and their company's product line than they did. And they were distributors. And I started to realize that people in network marketing today, for the most part, are really clueless about how to evaluate a company, how to look at a team. And and many just are there to enjoy the social club. And, and it, and that started becoming extremely evident during this time. And we worked it hard for one year. I mean, all in. I was happy with our personal progress, but for me, it's always been about and always will be about the progression of our team members. And I had several people. You guys know who you are. Um, cause all of you are listening to this, I'm sure who were committed, locked in in a consistent rhythm, uh, many were recruiting three, four, five people a month. They were working their business daily. And honestly, I just wasn't happy with the progression that my team was having. I mean, it it was just we were in a marketplace that, had, that could not distinguish the difference between XYZ nutritional product and ABC nutritional product. And that's when I started to realize that the four stars can be in place. They can be lined up. You can have the right company with a credible background. You could have a a product that has uh, category-creating potential. You can have the best compensation plan in the industry. You can have the best training systems for your team. But if your product or service is not congruent with the market, If the market doesn't care, you're fighting a battle that you shouldn't have to fight. The potential customers just don't care. The nutritional product market and the consumable product niche, whether we're talking about skincare, makeup, hair care, it doesn't matter. Consumable product network marketing niche is dead. It's burnout. And it just is. And it's sad to say that, but that's the state of the market. And it's not going to return because we've had too many untrained, uh, greedy, money-focused distributors 
go out and twist the arms of friends and family members trying to shame them into buying products or services instead of going into the market professionally and ethically and, and doing it the way it should be done. And the market as a whole in the United States is just burnt out. So about a year after going all in, uh, I got COVID in August of 2021. And it sounds really strange to say this, but I'm thankful that I got COVID because it made me stop. I couldn't do anything for over a week. I was running dangerously high 104 degree temperatures. Uh, Don was just keeping ice packs on me and it, it was, it was rough. I did not go to the hospital because I'm too stubborn. Uh, but I'm thankful that it happened because uh, when I was starting to come out of it, you know, I, I was really thinking a lot about our team and hoping everything was moving forward. And I know a lot of people picked up the pace when I was out of the loop and Alan and, and many others. And I just, again, I just have a phenomenal group of people that I just don't and I love like their relatives, uh, or more. And, you know, but I, but during when I was coming out of this, I was really thinking about the next few years and what I want to do and what am I supposed to do and what do I want to do with the rest of my life. And if one of my daughters came to me and said, Dad, I want to be involved in a business, I want to get involved in the right business and the right trend, you know, what would you do? And, you know, if I was starting over today, and I, and I realized that the truth was – because at that time I was starting to pay a lot more attention to the crypto market and especially the mining aspects of crypto and hotspots and H&T and all that. And, you know, I, if my, one of my daughters came to me, I said I would focus on learning as much as I could about the crypto niche and the legitimate opportunities within that market. And, that's what that's would have been my answer. And it's like, Dale, if that's what you would do or what you would tell your daughter, then that's probably what you should be doing. And I'm thinking, but I've, I've gone all in with APL Go and, and how are my people, how are our team react and all this and all that and all the emotions that go along with it. But I understood also during this time that real leaders pivot. You pivot. You make the best move with the information you have at the time, and you continue to progress because stagnation is never good. So I understood that that would be the move that I would make, and I would focus on legit opportunities within the crypto market. And I understand that the crypto niche is littered with money games and just outright scams. Okay, I get that. And let me say that again. And I've talked about this in other podcasts. I mean, I could say the same about uh, Shopify stores. I could say the same thing at one time about eBay I, and eBay drop shipping, especially. And I and, and and you take any niche that gets really hot, and, and it's and people are making legitimate income then the scammers are going to come. They always have. They always will. I mean, the stock market today is full of scammers as well. So I get that. And so I understand it's littered with 
was outright scams. But I also know, because of the research that I had been doing, I I have no doubt, and I said this in a podcast, you know, sometime last year, and people thought I was nuts. Uh, but I know because I I have no doubt that crypto millionaires will be made in the metaverse. There's going to be millionaires made in the metaverse. And 99% of the people have no idea what even the metaverse is even supposed to mean. Okay, so I, I, I understood all this. And when you just stop and see, that was it. I was forced during this COVID time to stop. I mean, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't get out of bed. I could get up and barely make it to the shower every other day. I didn't eat. I didn't. I mean, it was terrible. I was zonked, gone out, high fevers, and I had to stop. I couldn't do anything. And looking back, I think that was a blessing because when because I I don't stop once I once I lock in, and I'm all in. I go, and I'm going to do everything I can to to support every person on our team to the very best of my ability. But I had to stop. And when you just stop and look at the facts regarding crypto, the metaverse, where things are going, the future, and you consider that it took 38 years to create roughly $32 billion in Internet sales, online sales, 38 years to get to $32 billion. But the metaverse is already worth $48 billion and 99% of the population have no idea what it really is. Uh, metaverse sales are projected to hit 800 billion within the next two years. Have you really let that sink in? I mean, there's a reason Facebook has spent $10 billion this year alone in metaverse research and development cost. This year, the first purchase using Bitcoin for a home People bought Bitcoin, bought a home with Bitcoin. It happened in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, the article we have over at cmgcrypto.com, the first ever purchase of real estate of a home happened this year. I mean, you look at the coffee giant Starbucks announced earlier this year that it's going to enter the Web3 space with the launch of its own crypto NFT collection the last quarter of this year. You've got countries, uh, El Salvador and Central Africa Republic. Both con- countries this year announced that they've adopted Bitcoin as legal tender. Uh, you've got the progressive mayor in Fort Worth, Texas. They're running Bitcoin mining machines in the basement of City Hall in Fort Worth, Texas to help create some cash flow to offset some of the expenses of operating the Fort Worth area community, you know, to pay for some of the services provided by the city. How how ingenious is that? That happened this year. Uh, the Bahamas has set up a digital asset strategy that will allow residents of the Bahamas to pay their taxes with cryptocurrency. Disney this year hired a team of executives to oversee their metaverse strategy. McDonald's this year filed 10 
metaverse-related patents. Guys, all this is happening right now, at this year. Uh, there's a reason Mark, Cuban, Mark Cuban from Shark Tank says that 80% of his investments outside of Shark Tank are in the crypto space. I mean, do you want me to go on and on and on? Because I could. I mean, there's an economic shift happening right in front of our eyes for those of us that take the time to see and to look. And I'm amazed at how many of my headline-reading network marketing buddies try to share with me, well, Dale, did you hear Warren Buffett's opinion on Bitcoin? I mean, are you kidding me? Who you think you're talking to, dude? Warren Buffett. Uh, whenever they bring this up to me, it's just obvious to me that they have done none of their own due diligence or read any of the articles we have available over at cmgcrypto.com. It's almost as bad as someone starts a sentence with, well, Dale, you know, Eric Worre said, <laughs> as many of the listeners of podcast know, Eric Worre has never had an original thought in his life. He's never built a significant team. He's never developed an organization with multiple six-figure earners. And 99% of what he says is ideas he stole from Jeff Olson and others. Uh, Eric Worre and other self-proclaimed gurus like him are one of the main reasons the profession is in the state of delusion that it's in right now. The only thing Eric Worre was good at or is good at, and he's darn good at it, is promoting Eric Worre. He's not a network marketing trainer. He's a seminar promoter. So when the words come out of my friend's, my, my many friend's mouth, you know, Warren Buffett says, when that comes out of somebody's mouth, it's, it's an indication to me that their headline reader, who's never looked behind the curtain or done their own research. Yes, Warren Bo- Buffett is a legend, unlike Eric Worre, who's an, a legend in his own mind. Uh, uh, but Buffett is a legend, and many other, you know, uh, you know, there's a, a countless number of MLM gurus who have never done anything except talk and talk. But Warren Buffett has a documented track record. It's documented. However, if you look at the history. In his history, when it comes to technology, he's always late to the party. For many modern-day investors, the only good kind of strategic advantage for a, for a company is techno- technological. It's technological innovation, a, a form of pro- productive and tangible value creation. That's what a lot of modern-day investors are looking for that and and Buffett has consistently missed out on this type of technological advances his entire investing career i mean he's admitted he didn't grasp the potential of google or amazon and he didn't even come around to considering internet companies until 2011 i mean he totally missed the dot com boom totally missed it and as if you've as you as you've heard me say on this podcast at least a thousand times, people see things not as they are, but as they are, as they are as human beings. The last investor on the planet I would expect to grasp the crypto space and the opportunity it offers is Warren Buffett. 
I mean, many times you can tell what a person will do in the future based upon their track record and what they've done in the past. So, you know, some people kind of figure out the errors of their ways and they pivot and make adjustments. But if there's anything network marketing has taught me is most people don't. Most people just hang on to the bitter end. They don't pivot and make adjustments. You know, a really good example of this and one that I just find fascinating, and you can find this online, but in 2017, J.P. Morgan's CEO, uh, Jamie Dimon, was on stage yelling and screaming and calling people that were investing in crypto co- cryptocurrencies and Bitcoins idiots. This was back in 2017. They're idiots. Five years later, <laughs> earlier this year, his company... J.P. Morgan announced that they are going to be the first bank opening in the metaverse. Five years ago, he's screaming and saying people are idiots. Now they're opening a bank in the metaverse. So most people cannot correct the errors of their ways. Most network markers are stuck in the past. They don't know how, why, when to pivot, when to pivot, and they just stay in a state of desperation promoting opportunities that have never gotten off the ground are peaked years ago and are in decline. Mark my words, over the next few years, you're going to be hearing about more and more mergers and acquisitions within the network marketing industry. It's coming. The past should tell us that if you merge two companies that are in decline, all you end up with is a bigger company on a downhill slide. That's all you end up with. Mergers and acquisitions are not the answer. And and I talked about the answer again back in 1999. I warned those. I, you know, and people call me an idiot, an idiot. And I told people, look, this day's coming. We have to make a shift. We have to make a change now. And, and, you know, we're now unfortunately in a state of delusion that we will never recover, recover from. It's just not going to happen. And as I've said, and I'll say it one more time, all consumable product MLM companies are dead, gone, over. It's done. We have burnt out the market. A new era, though, of wealth creation and team building is here. It's here. It's right in front of our faces. But 99% of the quote-unquote leaders don't even know it exists. Yet. The reality is today it takes less time than ever before to generate massive wealth. Over the last few decades, for example, you know, it took on average about 20 years for the typical Fortune 500 company to reach a market capitalization of $1 billion dollars. About 20 years on average, if you look at all the Fortune 500 companies, 20 years, that's the, that's what it's going to take to build to a bill, to build to one billion. But in 1998, Google reached one billion market value in eight years, less than half the time. And this was considered just an incredible and nearly impossible feat at that time. But the rate of growth and mass adoption is really accelerating around the world. 
you know, if we if we look at history by 2004, I mean, uh, Google started in 1998. By 2004, Facebook became a billion dollar company in five years. Then in 2009, Uber became a billion dollar company in three years. And in 2012, virtually virtual reality firm Oculus, yes, those are the people that do the headsets, they became a billion-dollar company in less than two years. And when you add crypto into the mix, fortunes can be created at a record pace. The blockchain is an open ledger. Anyone can view any and all transactions. And think about this. In October of 28th of, 28th of 2021, there was 1,116 1,116, excuse me, 116,139, 116,139, over 100,000, nearly 120,000 blockchain addresses on the open ledger that held $1 million plus worth of Bitcoin and crypto assets, and we're talking about an asset that did not even exist in 2009 and has already created nearly 117,000 millionaires. You know, and people call me an idiot when I say, you know, we're on the verge of something in the crypto space that's bigger than the Industrial Revolution or the dot-com boom. I get so tired of talking to people over the last six months, talking to headline readers that want to let me know, well, you know the crypto market's down. And it's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who do you think you're talking to? I mean, of course I know it's down. You know what? Guess what? Alert. The stock market's down, too. Guess what? There's something called a bear market, and there's something called a bull market. You know, right now, right now, we're in a bear market. That's why it's down. You know what? A few years ago, Bitcoin got down to $3,000. You know what it did in the bear market? Shot up to 21000 Then there was another bull market. Do you want to go back and look at the history? Look at the history of the stock market. Look at the history of real estate. I mean, what are you... I mean, it's like, what a moronic statement to say. I just, I don't understand. Well, you know, Dale, the, 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 the crypto market is down. I mean, I've said a dozen times on this podcast over the last 60, six to eight months. You know, what, take a little span in history here and there and bits and pieces of different parts of history and different times, whatever you can, you can come up with that, whatever conclusion you want to come up with. But here's what I know. There are income-generating and team-building opportunities that exist today that didn't even exist a couple of years ago. Smart contracts on the blockchain, crypto, and decentralized finance are coming together to create opportunities that none of us could even have participated in because they didn't even exist a couple of years ago. 
The real question is, are you going to take the time to quit reading the headlines and get yourself educated so you can take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that will be bigger than the Industrial Revolution or the dot-com boom, or aren't you? That's the question. That's the only question that you should be answering and thinking about. I put my money where my mouth is in November 2021. November, I made the conscious decision to focus all my time and energy, uh, my weekly self-education time in the crypto space. And it was like trying to learn Chinese. I'll be honest. Uh, it, it has not been easy to, to put the pieces together and I'm still working on it every week. But that was where my self-education time was going to be devoted and my business building time on iHub Global and the H&T, uh, hotspot mining project. And at the time I started also, I, I just to start, I started the website cmgcrypto.com really for my own reference and educational purposes. That's why I started it. And so far it's working out to be the best decision I have ever made from a business standpoint. And I believe it will be turned out when it's all said and done to be even a better decision than that, than the decision I made back in 1995 to leave a quarter million dollar of your income with National Safety Associates and start over from scratch with New Image International. I mean, and again, you guys have heard my story, but my last check with NII or with, 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 uh, my last check with National Safety Associates was nearly $30,000 for that past month. And I resigned. I didn't, you know, start something else on the, on the down low. I, I sent them because I respected the company. I respected the ownership. I just disagreed with the decision they were taking the company. And I sent a resignation letter and I started over. I resigned and my first check from NII was $686. I went from 30,000 a month. The previous month, almost thirty thousand to six hundred and eighty-six dollars, and everyone around me, all my relatives, my wife, everyone thought I'd lost my mind. I mean, business associates were saying Dale's got a hole in his head, and that's the idea for the infamous hole in the head postcard promotion that some of you may remember from years ago. But regardless, uh. You know, people didn't understand. They didn't get it. I understood. I understood the product. I understood that this product's never been in the market before. I understood that it, the acceptance that we would receive for the product in the marketplace. And over the next five years, I earned over $10 million in commissions. But more importantly, we developed over 200 five, six, and seven-figure earners on our personal team, and we help thousands of families in the United States and Canada make a positive impact on their financial future. That's the documented track record. It was a great run, but I sincerely believe over the next five years in this new era of team building, it's possible to double that, to double what we did, and that's my goal. It's to develop a team of 500 six-figure earners, 10 millionaires, and help tens of thousands of families earn an additional 1000 to $5,000 every single month. Unfortunately, 
nobody in network marketing is thinking about the future today that way. They all seem to be trying to hang on to the past and keep their members on auto ship one more month. Traditional network marketing, selling consumable products is over. Just look at the facts. Name one company that's created and maintained momentum over the past 10 years in the consumable product niche. Real momentum. Name one. Name one person in any company with no experience that has been able to start from scratch and develop a full-time income in five years in the network marketing business model with any network marketing company. So, you, Dale, you're saying there's no person that started an, from scratch as a, as a newbie in network marketing, didn't have a team to bring over, started as a newbie and, and got to a full-time income within five years, and there's no company that's started and created any maintained any momentum in network marketing and the consumable product niches within the past 10 years. That's exactly what I'm saying. Now, look, I'm sure there's an exception to the rule, but overall, I don't know of a company that has created and maintained momentum for any period of time. And, and I personally don't know anybody that started and was able to go full time within a relatively short period of time and create a six figure income in five years in any company. Now, if what I've just said is true, why would anyone who understands anything about business join a network marketing company today? If what I've said is true, why would anybody that knows anything about business would join a network marketing company today? Because it's no longer a business. It's a social club. I mean, you can hate me for saying it, but look around you. Look at the numbers. Look at the Google trend charts. When a company that I know is dropping drastically in the United States and it's rated number four in the world for momentum in the network marketing niche, what does that tell you about the other companies in the niche? I mean, the numbers don't lie. Network marketing has become a giant social club where self-proclaimed gurus extract as much money from its participants every single month as possible. It's not a business. I mean, hate me if you want to hate me, but the truth is the truth. I mean, I got death threats when I, when I did the network marketing as a scam audio for telling the truth. And I'm telling you the truth. And I have to ask, why would any Logically thinking business person join a network marketing company today when there's no track record of success by any individual within any company that is significant that I'm aware of. Why? Why? Why would you join? So deciding to learn everything I could about the crypto space and go all, all in with iHub is really the best decision I've ever made from a business standpoint because in June of last year, the most unique, lucrative program I have ever seen in, in my entire entrepreneurial career was introduced to iHub Global members. Now, I had no idea it was coming. None, none of us did, but it, but it's here. 
And and I understand that if you've not traveled my path that I've taken since starting this podcast, it's really hard to understand some of what I'm trying to communicate here. But one day, when I talk about new era, it will be obvious to everyone. Smart contracts on the blockchain, cryptocurrency, and decentralized finance have created an opportunity that wasn't even possible just a couple of years ago. And it took three companies coming together at the right time and place in history to create what I believe will be a company that will have more of a positive financial impact on people's lives than any team building, network marketing, uh, home business, side gig in history. I really believe that. And it's called iHub Meta. And it should go without saying that everyone and everything I say in this podcast is based upon my personal experience, the research I've done, uh, the 40 years I've spent in this profession, and it's just me spouting my opinions. I mean, I'm not a financial advisor. This is not a financial advice. There's no income for you implied or guaranteed, and everything we're going to be talking about from this point forward is currently in beta and scheduled to be launched in August of 2022. Truthfully, the income stats that we will be sharing with you have been created without enrolling one team member or sponsoring a soul. Okay, so I have no interest, honestly, in sponsoring anyone except those with a proven work ethic who are beyond teachable and can leave their ego at the door and understands team. Together, everyone achieves more. So that eliminates most people, quite frankly. So I'm not trying to pitch you. I don't give a flying flip if you take advantage of this time and place in history or not. It's not, it doesn't matter to me. It's, it's all about you and your personal situation, your, your goals. But before I get started, I do have a couple of questions for you. Why did you get involved in network marketing to begin with? What were your hopes, your dreams, your goals in the beginning when you started? What were they when you started? What are they now? Are you actively building a team? How's that going? How many people, how many new people did you add last month? How many new people did you add in June? How many new people did you add in July? And if you're not close to five a month, you're not building a team. Five new people a month. If you're not doing that, you're not building a team. Most people got their small little group of 10, 12, 14, 18 followers, and they're trying to train them up for years and years and years, and they just spend all their time in their little social club with their little 10, 12, 14 people. That's the truth. And if we are honest, I know that 95% of the people listening to this podcast either never had a real go for their business or if they did, but at this point in time, they've lost it. I don't care if you're a leader who's quote unquote leader who's been around the industry for 20 years or you joined yesterday. You can take this to the bank. You're not building a business. You're in a social club. It's a giant social club. You're a social club leader. You have zero chance of progressing forward financially with the network marketing business model as it is today. It's over, dead. The goose that was laying the golden eggs, 
in the mid-90s has been slaughtered by the self-proclaimed gurus and those with leadership t- titles who thought we should be listening to, that we thought we should be listening to, and the owners who've been more interested in developing a cult-like party environment instead of a real business based upon wisdom of the ages, success principles. Owners, for whatever reason, in the last 10, 12 years think they have to have party buses and it has to be a big party if they're going to retain anybody and keep them on autoship. This is the furthest thing from a business that I have seen, and it's just, it's, it's beyond depressing. The market, your potential clients, customers, and distributors are anti-MOM. The market is anti-MOM. 99% of the population assumes that legitimate network marketing is a scam, a pyramid scheme. Open your eyes. You see it everywhere, every day. Try to promote a legitimate network marketing opportunity on any online or offline advertising platform. You know that they group network marketing in the same category as they do pyramid schemes. If you're working at all, you see this and experience this and have for the last several years. It, it It's... In my opinion, uh, you know, as I've said since this podcast started, we brought this back on ourselves. It's it's our own fault. It's the profession's start fault. Uh, again, as I talked about in the network marketing is a scam training. I think I've already mentioned the URL, but it's MLM scam, the number two dot com. And you don't like what I'm saying, you know. I, I get that. But it's the truth. And sometimes we have to care enough about the people that we're communicating with to tell them, as Jim Rohn said, what they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. You know, I started this podcast seven years ago because I wanted to raise uh, the horse from the dead. I mean, I, I knew in my gut when the horse is dead, they'll get off it. But I thought maybe it wasn't quite dead yet. Maybe it was just sleeping. And... I didn't want to get to the end of my life and wish I'd done something or didn't, you know, I wish I'd done this or didn't know why didn't I do that. And I wanted to know that I did everything in my power to try to save and to find people that would want to save what was once the greatest opportunity in the world to give average people with above average desire the opportunity to create financial independence because that's what it did for me. And that's what I've seen it do for so many others. And I felt like, you know, I want to see that happen again. Uh, I had no idea back when I started this podcast that a new era of opportunity was coming. I didn't even understand it 18 months ago. I mean, you can go back 231 sessions in this podcast and listen to session 69 of this podcast, which is the very first time I ever mentioned the word Bitcoin on this podcast. And as I said back then, uh, I, like most network markers at the time, I knew just enough about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency to be dangerous. I had no idea it would have grown at the pace it would grown. I had no idea it was going to, to become what my, now myself and many others believe is the future of finance. At the time of that recording, uh, I knew something was happening, but I didn't have the time. And truthfully, I just didn't take the time to look behind the curtain and get myself 
crypto educated. I could feel it. I could see it, but I didn't take the time to get educated. Like many of you listening to me now won't take the time either. And that's sad to me, but it is what it is. I mean, I've always believed that everything happens for a reason and when it's supposed to. I cannot express. I mean, there's no way I can put into words my thankfulness for being that I feel for being here right now at this time in history, to be at the beginning of a brand new era of team building and wealth creation that is happening right now. Uh, and it, you can call it a spinoff of network marketing. You can call it a uh, next level progression of network marketing. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But it's a new era of team building and wealth creation. And it's never existed before, and it's only existing right now, and I'm right here in the beginning of it. So what is this new era? Without crypto, it wouldn't be possible. Without cryptocurrency, without decentralized finance, it wouldn't be possible. Without smart contracts on the blockchain, it wouldn't be possible. Without three companies coming together at this time and place in history, it wouldn't be possible. Loop Media, been around for several years, providing phenomenal content through their Loop Player. Phenomenal content. Just, I thought that was going to be the catch, honestly, when, when I first heard about it, until I saw the type of content that they make available. It's phenomenal. So Loop Media had to come together with Open View Media, and Open View provides the liquidity for the payouts through their blockchain developments. And then I have global, which, which we, you know, I have global boots on the ground getting loot boxes placed in the marketplace. I mean, during our first 30 days of the beta test, we put more boxes in the, in the market than were put into the market the three years previous. In 30 days, we did what it took three years for them to do. So it takes all three. Every, and everybody has to stay in their own lane. I mean, If everybody stays in their own lane, Loop does what it does, phenomenal, phenomenal. OpenView does what it does. iHubGlobal does what it does. This is going to be beyond anything that any of us can really wrap our minds around right now. Altogether, uh, these three companies create iHubMeta, which is the most lucrative opportunity I have seen in 40-plus years. I've said it hundreds of times it's the number one income generating project i have seen my entire entrepreneurial career there's nothing in the market today that comes remotely close to this opportunity and there never has been the truth is it could only come together at this time and place in history because of the three companies mentioned and the technology the evolution of smart contracts and crypto coming together. That's the only way this could even be possible. I mean, you can try to put it in the MOM box or the B2B sales box if you want to, but if you do, you're really never going to get the magnitude and the power of, the, of what's happening with this opportunity. It's really impossible to try to communicate to people what's going on without sounding like the normal BS and hype that you hear online daily. So how do you distinguish between BS hype 
and a never a never before seen authentic opportunity. And it's really simple. It's two words: track record. If anybody that takes the time and to study the track record of Loop TV and the person that shared this podcast with you can help you put you in front of the right information. Anybody that takes the time to study the track record of Loop TV, OpenView, and iHub, and I'll throw in Calvert Marketing Group and, and our team and our track record because currently at the time of this recording, six of the top 25 people in this company are, are on our team. I mean, we know what we're doing. We've been building teams for a long time. So anybody that takes the time to get to do the their due diligence – and to check out the track record is going to come to the same conclusion. I have not had one person who hasn't. I mean, the network marketing business model in general would be would not be in the, the delusional state it's in if people would just learn 20 years ago to always ask themselves, who is this person and why am I listening to them? So, and 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 and, it, and it's not it's not just reading their news clippings it's really looking behind the curtain and i say that because i saw a i saw a, i saw a promotion this week and it and it, at the top it said who is this person and why am i listening to him and it showed a picture of her awesome lady really likable and it's given professional speaker blah 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 all these headlines but i know the real story and many others do Many others do. We know the real story. We know her track record. Okay, so the titles don't mean diddly, you know. And and, and I mean, we've got enough self-proclaimed Higdens out there to, to to prove that titles don't mean anything. It's what's the real track record. Look behind the curtain. Who is this person? Why should I be listening to them? So, so what is I have Meta, and why am I so fired up about it? With I have Meta. You have nothing to sell. There's no product to sell. Boxes, loop players are given away free to businesses with foot traffic. Free boxes, free product. There's no monthly fees or fees of any kind to join for the loop box owners or the affiliate. No fee, no fee to become affiliate. I hope they change that. I think there needs to be you – know, I, I believe people need to have skin in the game, and I hope they come out with some type of kit that you have to purchase to become affiliate. But at the present time, no fees to the business owner, no fees to the rep. You do not have to build a team or enroll anyone to have the potential. If you get out your calculator, you can do the numbers – you don't have to enroll one person to have the potential to develop a six-figure income. In fact, I think most people should focus on building a six-figure income before they even consider building a team. I didn't say all people, but I do believe that for most people. Build your six-figure income, then focus on building a team if you choose to. What is the product? Well, the product is phenomenal. The Loop Player provides multiple benefits for business owners, digital signage, um, awesome entertainment that can be customized for any type of business 
restaurant, doctor's office. It doesn't matter wherever there's a TV screen. But in my mind, the real product is cash flow. That's the real product. We're offering business the opportunity to take an asset that is that they have hanging on their wall, those four TVs in that Mexican restaurant that is creating no type of income for them and convert that into a income-generating asset. That's the real product is cash flow. Uh, the income examples we're going to be sharing all are considering the fact that you never build a team, you never enroll but one person in the program. And, yes, I'm saying I have people on my team who during the beta test have already set them up themselves up and created a six-figure income in less than two months without sponsoring anyone or building a team. Let me say that again. I have people on my team who during the beta test have already created a six-figure income in less than two months without sponsoring anyone or building a team. Am I saying you're going to do that? Absolutely not. I don't know you. I don't know your work ethic. I don't even know if you would qualify for membership on this team. I know nothing about you. I'm not trying to enroll any new people anyway. I have a, a thriving, growing team. And no, I'm not saying that. But I want you to understand that this does exist. So let me say it again. Uh, because I want to make it very clear no, they did not bring a team with them. I'm talking about one person in the market going to, going to work, following the simple systems that are laid out and creating a huge income faster than most people believe is possible. I wouldn't believe it. It's been way beyond our wildest expectations. But I'm talking about one person. Oh, yeah, Dale. Yeah, yeah, you say they haven't sponsored anybody, but they brought a team with them. I know that's what you're saying. No. You know, no, that's not it. Again, do your own due diligence. Look behind the curtain. Turn over every rock. Look for the red flag. I recommend it. As I've already shared, my personal goal is to develop 500 six-figure earners, 10 millionaires, and I want to help thousands of of our team members earn a thousand to five thousand dollars a month. And here's the exciting part. Nobody will lose a penny because there's no investment of any kind to join as an affiliate. There's no auto ship. There's no web fees. There's no nothing. And I know that sounds crazy. And again, I hope they change that. But at the present time during the beta, zero fees. I'm just looking, and if people are going to join us, I've said, look, if you don't have a desire and the ability to focus, because today, in today's electronic ADD world, some people just don't have the ability to focus. They join 17 programs a week. But if you have the desire and the ability to focus and get plugged in and be teachable and forget everything you think you know about MLM or building a team, because my game is different, it's based upon wisdom of the ages team-building principles and not foo-foo dust. It's about unified, duplicatable systems. And if you have the ability to get plugged into that, uh, 
you're going to be in an environment that's going to tell you the absolute truth. I'll never tell you what I think you want to hear. I'll never do that. It's going to, it's all about being authentic and truthful and getting, getting up off the couch and going to work. It's a mindset game and you have to get into the market. You have to get in the market and you have to refine your skills because it's not going to feel comfortable in the beginning for many people and you got to work through your comfort zone. It's real simple. It's a real simple process, but and anybody can do it, but most won't because most people are scared to death to feel uncomfortable and to expand their comfort zone because they've never realized that if you're comfort if you're in your comfort zone, you're not having growth, you're not having progress, you're 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 moving backwards, whether you realize it or not. So based upon uh, the current beta compensation plan we've been given by Meta, based upon the current Compensation plan we've been given by Meta. Again, it's supposed to roll out the end of August for everybody. Uh, the beta program is closed. You couldn't join today if you wanted to. Uh, you can just go on a wait list. But if you give away 10 loop media boxes to businesses, you can earn up to $100 a month per box or $1,000 a month. The business can earn up to $200 a month for each screen that they have in their business. Some businesses, doctor's offices, small doctor's offices, dentist office, have small waiting rooms, tanning beds, tanning salons. They might have a small waiting room with one TV. Then you have some sports bars that have 15, 20, 25, 40 screens or more in their sports bar. So, up to $200 a month per screen in any business. And as the rep, it's the affiliate, you can earn up to $100 a month for every box that you give away. So if the business has 10 screens, the business can earn up to $2,000 a month. The rep can earn up to $1,000 a month. So when you just stop and look at that, if you give away 10 loop media boxes, you can earn an additional $1,000 a month. If it takes you a week to do it or two weeks to do it or two months to do it, give away 10 screens to your barber, uh, your your tire store, people that you do business with. Give away 10 boxes. You make up to $1,000 a month. If you give away 100 boxes, you can make you would make up to $10,000 a month. 100 boxes, $100 a month, 10000 a month. We have people that have already done that in less than 90 days. Give away 300 boxes. That's $30,000 monthly. That would put you in the top 5% of income earners in the United States, according to CNBC. Give away 300 boxes. We will have people on our team that will do that by the end of the year. They'll do that over the next five months. Uh, and they will be in the top, according to CNBC, top 5% of income earners in the United States at 30000 a month. Give away 700 boxes, you're at 70000 monthly. That puts you in the top 1% of income earners in the world. Give away 1,000 boxes, you can earn $1.2 million a year in annual passive residual income. And quite frankly, most of our leaders are focused on 1,000 boxes. Now, the source for all this was 
smart assets from CNBC. Uh, top 1% of people in the United States earn 600000 And if you earn 240000 you are in the top 5% of income earners in the United States. Now, I know you probably don't believe it, but what I've just shared with you, whether you understand it or not, I know. And and I challenge anybody to show me something better, and please don't waste my time, and I won't waste yours. But what I've shared with you is the number one business opportunity in the world today, even though it's only open currently in the United States. But according to another article in CNBC, just to try to put this in perspective, the average initial franchise investment in the United States is $250,000, excluding real estate, says, and that's again according to the International Franchise Association. And then after you set up your franchise, the average royalty payments that you pay is three to six months of three to three percent to six percent, sorry, of gross monthly sales. So if you want a franchise, two hundred fifty thousand up front, real estate fees, and then you pay them, you continue to pay them three to six percent of the monthly gross sales. Now, if you look at some of the top franchises in the United States, Dunkin' Donuts is a very popular franchise. To set up a Dunkin' Donuts, it costs 450000 to $1.6 million, depending upon the size of your building. The average profit for a Dunkin' Donuts is $100,000 a year. Now, here's the way my mind processes that. A hundred boxes. A hundred loop players. Now, I can spend 450000 to $1.6 million and start a Dunkin' Donuts and make you know, $100,000 a year, or I can go into the marketplace and in the next two, three, four, six months get 100 loot boxes in the marketplace and make that same 100000 A Subway costs on average $235,000 to start, and the average profit is $41,000 a year for a Subway. Ladies and gentlemen, that's 41 boxes. We have dozens of people that will do that their first 90 days here. Now, they should have bought a Subway franchise for 235000 And as I've already mentioned, how much did they invest to get started? Zero. Burger King, between 2 and $3 million to obtain a franchise. Profits come in at around $85,000 a year per Burger King. Ladies and gentlemen, that's 85 boxes. McDonald's will cost you over a million dollars and you'll need to find and pay for the real estate yourself today at McDonald's. But the average profit's $150,000 a year. That's 150 boxes. And I have one member of our team that has done that, 157 boxes, in his first two months during the beta launch. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's done 157 boxes during the beta launch. Now, he could have spent over a million dollars and bought the land and and bought a McDonald's franchise. But when I say I believe that, that this is the number one business opportunity, period, 
network marketing, team building, B2B, franchise. I don't care what you want to compare it to. When you get out the calculator and you look at the work required and you look at the numbers and you understand that nobody's heard about this yet, this just doesn't happen. I, I, you know, I've always talked about if you could hit a home run, you know, you'll hit a lot of in business, you'll hit some singles and doubles and every now and then a triple. And every now and then you might hit a couple home runs during your lifetime, during your business career. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth inning with two outs to win the World Series. I believe we will have many people that will create a hundred thousand dollar plus passive income in six months on our team. Some will do it in 90 days. We have a couple that have already done it in eight weeks. Uh, I was listening to what, if I was listening to what you've just heard, and this was the first time you've ever heard me, you don't know who I am, first time you've heard this podcast, I would find it very hard to believe, and I'd be skeptical, and you should be skeptical. But I also believe... I know that personally I would let my skepticism uh, turn into a motivation to get the facts for myself and to look behind the curtain. Most people, they become skeptical and they automatically brush it off as not being true. And man, that's such a mistake. Because what if it is true and you let it pass you by? I've heard it said that a wise person investigates what a fool takes for granted. Uh, as I started earlier, and as I started, as I, as I, as I've already said earlier, my goal is to create 500 six figure earners and 10 millionaires on my personal team. I think after you see how we get paid in the compensation plan, you understand why I believe this is possible. And as I said earlier, the format of this podcast is changing from this point on each week. I will be sharing success stories of team members who are progressing forward every week in building their incomes. I can promise you this. There is no opportunity in the world that will create the success stories that will happen with this iHub Meta team over the coming months and years. And I'll be sharing with you, with them. I'll be sharing those with you on this podcast. And I, and I really believe that. I mean, I, it's just where I'm coming from. I see it. I understand it. I, I understand a new era is here. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. So, you know, and as I think about it, when I started this podcast, that was really one of my original goals when this podcast started. You know, at this point in time, you know, I wanted to be able to share with you new success stories from network markers and various co companies around the world. But the true fact is there are none. <laughs> there are none now. There are none. There are none. Again, name a person that started from scratch, didn't bring a team, and developed a full-time income within three to five years, or a company that has created any kind of momentum and maintained it. You know, and I had to wake up to the fact that, and it was hard. It was depressing. It was sad to me. But I'm beyond thankful that I'm here at this time, this place, and this new era, and I'm excited that I have the opportunity to share with you the success stories and progress from many of our team members. And if you've not subscribed to this podcast, I would, because if you think 100K in income in eight weeks is something 
Uh, that's just the beginning. And you'll hear from that gentleman. Never been involved in network marketing. Never built a team. Uh, so the interviews are going to start next week, and they will also be posted on YouTube. So if you've not subscribed to the MM Success YouTube channel, now would be a really good time to do that. I'm fired up. If you're starting to get a glimpse of this new era, then get back with the person that shared this podcast session with you. Uh, thanks for listening. This is Dale Calvert. I look forward over the next few years to share many success stories with you uh, to, to let you listen in on many interview interviews with our personal team members and their stories and, and the road they have traveled. And that will all start for you next week. You guys have a good one. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.